Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Here by the Owl Podcast is now creating exclusive content over on Patreon. All you have to do is download the Patreon app, search Here by the Owl Podcast, and subscribe. Each month, you're going to get exclusive content just for being a patron. Also, the really cool thing is all of our patrons receive a free gift in the mail. Can't wait for you to join us. Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl Podcast. Um, today is is going to be a fun episode. Brianna is in Barcelona as we record this, so she skipped out on us. Um, but we are we are joined um, by two leaders in NAAE, um, and they're going to share um, some insight on their leadership, um, why people should be involved in NAAE, and then some some special things that they're participating in um, in the upcoming conference. So before we get into it. Um, why don't you guys introduce yourselves, let our listeners know what you um, do for work, what you're involved in, and how long you've been in this role. Eric, why don't you start us off? Oh, perfect. Hey, Eric Tillman from uh, Cascade, Montana. I am, well, I'm starting my 19th year in agricultural education. Did 16 years at Cascade High School, where we taught about 100 kids um, a day. And now I uh, about two years ago, I went over to the dark side and became state <laughs> staff at uh, the Montana Office of Public Instruction as the agriculture education specialist. So now I get to kind of help, um, help with Perkins, help with state FFA, put on workshops, advocate for teachers, start new programs, just have a lot of fun of going out and visiting the 109 ag programs in our state. Awesome. Robin, kick it over to you. So I am Robin McLean from West Hampton, New Jersey. And uh, this marks the quarter century mark of me in the ag ed profession. Come January 4th, um, it will be 25 years in the profession. And that's like, I don't know if that's exciting or scary, um, but this is year 15 as a middle school teacher. Um, so we see um, about almost 300 students a year as they pass through some of the, the cycles. And, um, you know, prior to that, I spent uh, five years as state staff, as FFA specialist. And uh, then prior to that, five years in the high school classroom in New Jersey. So. Well, we're excited to have you here and um, get a little different perspective. I mean, we, we usually try to talk about the upcoming NAE convention um, and so I don't think we've ever had president-elect candidates um, on our podcast. We're excited about that. Um, Ro- Robin, why don't you start um, by, let's start talking about your involvement uh, with NAE. What has been your involvement and what do you want to highlight about um, that to our listeners? You know, when I, when I think about my involvement in NAAE, it started as a college student. I had professors who, you know, believed in the value of getting students connected to that professional network um, 
as college students. And so I started to go to regional conferences. I believe it was my senior year of, of college, you know, and started to make that connection there. And then I, I don't know how it happened, but uh, it was 1999, and somehow I was pulled in to be Region 6 alternate vice president, which is the equivalent of secretary today. And so, like, I had a one-year stint early on in my profession, kind of serving the profession. And um, obviously, most recently, I've been the Region 6 vice president, and prior to that, the Region 6 um, secretary. But it also came with, you know, a lot of committee involvement, you know, ways that how can I help serve the profession as as a teacher and contribute ideas. And that committee work, you know, was another way of involvement and another level of involvement with NAAE. And so throughout my career, there's always been, you know, some connection to NAAE. Now, when I was state staff, you know, I leaned more toward the state staff um, organization and I had my director was leaning, you know, more towards some of that teacher. So there was a brief hiatus there, you know, but at the same time, I knew that that value and that connection for being part of NAAE and not just a member, but a member actively involved by going to conferences and by taking advantage of the opportunities. Eric, let's hear about your NAE involvement. Hey, you know what? I started uh, years ago, again, kind of like that college thing, but uh, in, in Montana, we are an affiliated state, so every person that is an MAAE member is an NAAE member, ACTE, and MECTE, and uh, as a student teacher, we, I was out there and kind of got that driven into my head of, this is a professional organization you want to be part of. These are the people that are going to be out there to give you a life preserver if you ever need it. So I started in the program, started doing MAAE, and uh, I was selected as the teacher turned the key back in about 2008, 2006, 2008, I should say. And uh, then I just really loved it. From then on, I was hooked. I went, I've been to about 12, 13 different national, FBA, or national Ag Teachers Conferences been to every state in our region for uh, national NAA stuff. And we get some fun ones because we get to go to that horrible place, uh, Alaska and Hawaii. <laughs> but uh, it, it just being part of it, um, I've served the national or the Montana Association of Agriculture Educators as um, through the officer chairs president in uh, 2014. And then then I decided I took a year off a little bit and then hopped into the regional offices. So I did secretary and then now NAAE region one vice president. So. So why did you, Eric, even choose to join? Uh, like I said, it was instilled. We had all those mentor teachers that said, this is what you want to do. And if you're going to be in this, this profession for a long time, um, sign us up to be life members paid it right away when we got in just because it was just the passion of the older teachers letting us know that mm -hmm. this is where we need to be that's ex that's exactly my story um no I didn't I don't know why I just did it because my that's what my mentor told me to do and you just yeah. you just did what they said <laughs> so <laughs> Robin what about you um why did you choose to join NAE 
Um, so after I had the, the college experience and I had the college experience at Cornell, continued, you know, the student membership at Virginia Tech, and I got to New Jersey. And I, I will say that at that time, you know, there might not have been a lot of New Jersey people involved at the national level. You know, there was a lot of, of state level NJAAE involvement, um, but it was that that connection that carried continued to carry over for me, you know, that value of knowing I'm going to be able to get ideas from other people, you know, by doing this, I'm going to be able to stay connected to the profession, you know, in, in the early 19, you know, in the early 2000s, late 1990s, it wasn't like you could go to the Facebook Ag Ed discussion group, you know, there, there had to be a, a core of people, it wasn't, you know, I was just going to search the internet for, lesson plans or for professional development, you know, I couldn't sit at home and, and have professional development come to me. So I think the real reason that I joined was because I wanted professional development opportunities that were specific to me as an agricultural educator. I wanted that network of people that could support me in the profession. And sure, I'm involved with other professional organizations. You know, the National Science Teachers Association is one of them that I've been involved with. But at the same time, you know, we are in several ways a unique breed of teachers. And, you know, you were you were my people. And and I think that's why that's why I joined to have have those people have that connection. So Robin with your many years of membership, if someone were to sit down and ask you what your overall favorite part is, what would that answer be? I think definitely my overall favorite part is getting to see people at conventions and conferences. You know, it's those those dinner conversations. It's those moments of waiting in line for coffee between conference sessions where you're going to be like, oh, wait, you know, we've connected online. It's so nice to see you in person. You know, it's those moments of putting names with faces and having those, I'm going to call them the in-between conversations that just kind of, you know, feed feed my heart as a professional. Eric, what about you? Well, I, I'm going to piggyback off of Robbins. I mean, I think it's the collaboration that uh, makes this organization so great is we're always communicating with each other. We're out there if it's on the state level, if it's on the local level, I mean, we're always there talking and getting to, to kind of bounce ideas off of other people really helps keep you above, keep you full as a teacher and as an ag teacher, I should say. Well, and as the times have changed, <laughs> yes, like we can get PD that's targeted to ag ed in our, you know, on our computers, but I don't think anything replaces um, attending and being with your colleagues and connecting with those people that you see online um, and, and finding the space to create a platform to move the, the, um, the organization forward. You can't get that online. And so um, that communities of practice um, that, you know, I've enjoyed reading about in my doctoral program, it's really important because that's not, it's not built without people. And so um it's really huge. And Eric mentioned like teacher turn the key. There's just so many things embedded throughout the organization that like it, it starts with like a spark and um, pretty, pretty soon you'll be a member for 25 years and uh, in a blink of an eye. So I love to hear that. Uh, Eric, 
why should someone get involved? So it's one thing to just, I'm a member. Why should they go above and beyond that membership, in your opinion? I think it's rewarding to, to step above, get out there. If, if you just are taking your basic membership and just sitting back and letting everybody else make the decisions, uh, it, it's, it's a little tougher for those people. I mean, you want to be involved, ready to go, start just getting that sponge feeling of just learning so much more. But if you just stay at home, you're not getting the full benefit of being a member because there's a big family out there that's willing to help you and willing to throw you a life preserver in case you start sinking. But uh, there, there's just things with NAAE that's huge. I know that uh, we've got the relief fund and things like that, that people don't know much about, but it's there to just kind of help. And it, it's all money that's been donated by ag teachers to help ag teachers. You know, there's different programs. Robin, what, what do you want to highlight as to why someone should get involved? I think one of the great reasons to get involved is simply the idea of advocacy. And I don't mean advocacy from the legislative perspective. I mean that advocacy and awareness of a program that by being actively involved, you know, it, it's not just about the individual when you apply for awards, you know, it's about the program as a whole. It's about the community, you know? And so when, when I was, outstanding young member back in, in 2000, 2000, 2002, um, one of those years, um, you know, it was, it wasn't just about me. It was about, you know, Pensgrove school district at that time and, you know, celebrating the success of the program. And I think that, you know, becoming involved in NAAE gives that, that larger platform of awareness to what agricultural education is beyond the bubble that sometimes we're able to live in. Now, Robin, you mentioned you're a part of a science. I what's the or what's the science organization? The appropriate term. Okay, so it's it's used to be National Science Teachers Association, and they recently changed their name, and so I forget their okay. little tweak. Well, but... keep it that way. Um, do you feel as being a part of that organization? that they have a similar like family like I feel like when I go to NAE like I'm walking into a room of friends like do you feel that same in that organization I I am I will tell you I pay my dues but I'm not an actively involved member you know I pay my dues to get some of the resources and perks but there's a difference between paying your dues and being involved and so I'm involved in NAAE. You know, when I walk into a room, I feel that sense of family. Um, I probably haven't walked into an NSTA conference room since what oh, was in Portland in like 2002. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that, but I mean, that involvement is important because I, I think sometimes I'll see teachers online struggling and it's, checking the box and paying the membership isn't it like if you want the support you gotta you gotta show up and like eric said you can start by showing up and just being that sponge um taking it all in um and little by little try something you know maybe it's 
sitting on a committee, maybe it's attending the region meeting. Um, and and slowly but surely, you'll your first conference you'll walk in and you feel like you're a small fish in a big pond. Trust me, been there. But then pretty soon, like you start to know more fish, right? And then your fifth, sixth, seventh conference, um, it doesn't feel like a conference. It really does feel like a family reunion. So, and Robin's right. It is the involvement that gets you there. Um, so I, I want to encourage that. But now you two are doing something pretty fabulous that I want to spend time highlighting. Um, both of you are running for NAE president-elect. And so I just want to briefly talk about that um why did you why did you want to run i mean what is that time commitment um why and why is it important to you i mean um for everyone listening very few people will be in your shoes in their in their lifetime of their membership um but especially for young people who still have the opportunity um to look for that in the future like why why is it important to run for president-elect for you. Um, Eric, we'll start with you. You know, uh, if you'd have, you'd told me 19, 18 years ago that I was going to be in this position, I'd have laughed at you. Because I, you know me, I'm a shy guy. I'm really quiet. <laughs> yeah, so shy. <laughs> but no, th this is kind of a, an honor and a privilege to get to this point. It's, it, it's a way to kind of give back to the organization that's given me so much as, as becoming a great teacher and becoming a professional in, you know, in the, the profession, you know, I've, I've loved agriculture. Uh, I grew up on a farm and ranch in Montana. I, I love ag education. I think it was one of the best things I ever did in my life was become an ag teacher. I I'm, Sad that I'm not in the classroom, but with my whole COVID thing, that kind of, this is where I need to be. And I, I can actually do some good and help in the ag organization. I love, I love advocating for agriculture. I love advocating for students. I love advocating for teachers and for communities. So this is kind of my way to give back to an organization that's been there for me. Awesome. Robin, what are your thoughts? So unlike Eric, um, I remember sitting at a national convention in Las Vegas, you know, and um, seeing the officer elections and thinking, wow, this is this is going to be a long term goal for me. You know, this is where I'm going to be. And then when I took that hiatus from the classroom to become the state FFA specialist, I was like, OK, let go. Let go of that goal. Um, and, you know, and then the opportunity came back to serve. And I think that that's the, the greatest thing about being able to be, you know, starting with, you know, the as regional secretary and moving on to regional vice president, where you're part of then the executive board is helping to be the member's voice, you know, to bring the perspective from your region. And then as you hit, you know, the, the president elect and president and past president, you know, serving members as a whole. You know, what is the collective voice and how do we as a board and as an organization amplify that voice? And how do we bring that voice to, you know, the national FFA organization and have that voice heard? And how do we bring that voice to the council? And, you know, so so that desire to serve is about helping bring the member voice and the member perspective and 
And I'm going to say also the member, the member concerns, you know, because that's, that's what it's about too. you know, change, change happens, change happens all the time. Um, when, you know, when my grandfather taught agriculture, he taught vocational agriculture, you know, and th the name has changed since then. You know, when I went to my first convention, when I was a student member, it was still the National Vocational Agriculture Teachers Association. Change happens, you know, and I think that being president-elect and being in that role of service is to help facilitate the change, but also create the supports that allow members to adopt that change and help them feel part of. Um, I, I think it's, I remember sitting and seeing some elections and not knowing the people. And so I feel like this is the first year that I've, I've known both president elect candidates really well. And, um, I'm really glad I'm not in the position to vote, um, because it would be really, really hard. But I think what's really cool is that both of you have been pillars of leadership and service to so many young NAE members and you'll never know it. So I'm gonna thank you on behalf of all of them um, because there's so many people that look up to both of you. Um, and so no matter the results, um, NAE is lucky to have had you in the leadership roles you're in now and, con and continue to find um, because I know no matter the results, um, you both will continue to, uh, be change makers in NAE and that's what we need. And so um, thank you on behalf of all of those people. Um, we're excited. If you want to learn um, more about Eric and, and Robin, um, you can head on over to www.nae.org forward slash convention 2022. And there will be a tab president elect candidates. And so you can read a little bit more um, about them. And then at convention right there's going to be president like meet and greets right so people yes. like check out the schedule um make sure you save some time to connect with uh eric and robin even if you're not voting delegate um connect with them your time i mean they're fabulous people so um your your time will be well worth it um let robin know she's probably going to be in the coffee line anyway um so you can connect with her then but um yes so okay I was reached out to by a friend recently that's attending NAE convention and she had some questions. And so I was like, don't you worry. I have two experts joining me on the podcast soon. So why should someone attend? There's still time. I suppose they can, they can still sign up. Um, or let's say they are signed up, but they're questioning, like, what did I get myself into? So like, in your opinion, why is this really important to attend? Um, Eric, we'll start with you. I tell you what, uh, there's going to be 950 ag teachers, 80 plus workshops and networking activities. And that's the best part about it is you're going to network with people outside your state. That's the only way you're going to get better as a teacher because we kind of get stagnant just sitting in our own state, listening to the same old people. When we get out and do this national stuff, it's just amazing, just different perspectives, and and it, it's going to make you a more well-rounded teacher. For sure, Robin, what can you share? Um, I, you know, again, I echo what Eric said, but especially the the workshops. You know, those those workshops are those moments of 
oh, wait, what could I, what could I bring to my classroom? What could I do differently? How could I reach my students? I mean, those, those workshops are, are huge, you know, when it comes to why, why go? Because, you know, and I'll use New Jersey as an example. New Jersey is a small state. You know, you go to a, a state teachers conference in New Jersey and okay, there's only so many workshops to choose from. You go to NAAE, you can find, you can find a pathway, you know, you can find, okay, I'm going to hit all the animal science based workshops um, or that sort of thing. And, you know, I would be negligent if I didn't also mention that we fall under the umbrella of the Association for Career and Technical Education. Mm -hmm. And there are going to be workshops there as well that are beneficial to agriculture teachers or beneficial in general to students and students learning. And so, you know, I, I would be negligent if I didn't talk about the fact that very often we kind of um, tend to, I'm gonna say get stuck in our NAAE bubble when we're out there, cause it's easy. But man, there are some good opportunities. And I know that we actually have some ag teachers that are presenting at ACTE. And so even showing up at their workshops to, you know, be the, the smiling NAAE face in the crowd for them. For sure. And I mean, what are the chances that you basically get two national conferences in one? Um, not to mention the people to to touch base with, but the the ACT Expo, um, and yes, like you said, the plethora of workshops. So, uh, you if you can't if you go and you can't find something that is specific to you, um, you're looking in the wrong spot because most of the time, it's always like, can you go to this one? I'll go to this one, and then <laughs> can we share notes because there's so many good ones. Um, and oh, Nikki, I'm going to interject right there. You know, you talked about the good. You talked about the good workshops. You talked about how can people get involved. Great way to get involved at convention, especially as someone who's like getting their feet wet and what can they do and how can they support it is every region is responsible for having someone who's a facilitator of a workshop, which basically mm -hmm. means you get a little pack and you make sure that the you know, the workshop presenter gets introduced and if they have any stuff you need to hand out, you hand it out and, you know, you kind of make sure that the sign-in is facilitated and that sort of thing. And very often that's called for regional meetings. Sometimes some signups are done in advance electronically through the region, but that is a great way to, A, figure out which workshops you're going to, because now you've got this commitment, but also dabble a little in the leadership pool. Yeah. And I mean, it's a great way for you to just in that regional meeting, volunteer. Um, and they they see that, people see that. And so that's, I mean, it's a ripple effect. So, and it's it's really low key. Um, the, the presenters usually have everything taken care of. So it's just making sure everyone's good, saying hi as people walk in, um, introduce the presenter and, and you're good to go. So it's a great way, like Robin said, to get your feet wet. Um, advice for people that are attending this year. Um, it could be things that you do that when you go, you come back and you're intentional, um, how you set yourself up for success. I mean, any type of advice for someone listening, whether they're a first year attendee or 10th year attendee. Robin, we'll start with you. 
Okay. So some of you might've heard me on previous podcasts that Nikki did and Brian did know that I'm a hint of a tech nerd. Um, so uh, NAAE convention, there's an app for that. Uh, no, ser- seriously. Um, I strongly encourage you, you know, those of you that, that are uh, tech people uh, to get the app on your phone um, and go ahead and, you know, start to look through the convention sessions, look through some of the descriptions, add them. You know, Nikki mentioned the meet and greet with Eric and I. So that's easy to go through the scheduler and and uh, click it. You know, those of you that may be old school paper people, um, the awesome thing is the app synchronizes to a computer website. You can create your website on the computer. You can print it out and bring it in hard copy. Um, Okay, so I might actually do that even though I'm a techie person, (laughs) Um, you know, because you can never have too many schedules. But, but, you know, the app keeps everything up to date. So if a presenter, you know, somehow their flight gets delayed for the 81st time and they can't make it, the app is going to have the most up-to-date schedule I think so that's one of my one of my convention tips is you know get the app use the use the computer-based site if you want to set up that schedule and you know with the same concept of you know don't just pay your dues get involved don't just get the app but actually take a moment or two to add your profile pic add a little bit of like who you are or where you're from so that if people are scrolling through attendees you know, they can be like, oh, wait, that's who that person is. Um, so that's that's kind of tip number one. And then tip number two is, um, you know, look for the unexpected opportunities for collaboration. You know, that that moment in the coffee line, that moment where you're sitting in the hotel lobby to catch a breath and, you know, you see someone that happens to have on a Montana FFA polo shirt, you know, be like, hey, I don't know you, but I'm here at this convention too. Um, so, so look for those unexpected opportunities for collaboration. Eric, what are your tips? Hey, we're in Vegas, so make sure you don't lose all your money. <laughs> Have another pool of money on the side. That's hey, that's a good need. tip. But uh, make sure you take time, talk to teachers. Like Robin says, building those relationships with people from other states. So attend your regional meetings. Make sure you're there. See what's going on. Find some other people to go to different workshops with. Um, I mean, if you really want to get involved right away, we have case workshops right at the beginning of, of NAA this year. They're doing the um, Case Ag Explorer and Agribusiness Financials, the ABF. So just the briefcases are great. But take time. And, and number two, take time for yourself to be able to go out, write some of this stuff down, bring that notepad, put it in your, your whatever, your computer. Make sure you remember what what you did, some of those workshops, some of those things that you can then implement into your classroom when you get home. Because that's some things that happen is you forget. You you like, gosh, that's a great idea. And then you get back home and you're like, what the heck was that idea? So write it down, take that little bit of time to make sure you, you remember the good yeah. stuff that you learned. Yeah, I would, uh, that's one of my biggest tips is find a way to capture what you're gonna learn because it's gonna be a lot. Um, journals are great that's what i always tried to do and i'd keep the same journal for all na conventions so every year it was the same journal and i try to label that journal so nothing else went in there um 
it's great, but the problem is, is if you don't have access to that journal, um, like, you know, you need something from it, but it's sitting in your classroom and you're at home lesson planning. So one tip that I just recently gave a new teacher was rocket books, which I know Robin loves rocket books. Basically, like it's a notebook that you can write in, use the app, take a photo and it automatically will send it to your email. It'll send you. My favorite part is it goes to a Google Drive. And then so now do that at NAE. So it will go to that Google Drive. So you will constantly have those notes. The best part is, is you microwave the rocket book and it erases all of it. So you start all over. So um, I wish that was an ad and I wish they sponsored this episode, but they didn't. But I just truly love rocket books. I wish I would have done that sooner in my career because now I'm committed to like the paper journal, which is fine. It is fun to look back at them. If you are using paper, paper journals, I would encourage you to write um who's presenting the year that it is on top and even the name of the the workshop just because you will go back and then you'll think I don't remember it says NAE convention but what year or who was this so those are some things if you are writing to do that um and then yeah and find an action item it can be sometimes like you go and there's so much good that you come back and you implement nothing because you don't even know where to start. So maybe pick something that aligns with a priority that you have, um, maybe a goal that you set at the beginning of the year. Um, so that way you can come back and implement that one thing and find success there. And then when you're in your regional meetings, you'll have the opportunity to um, send a note home to admi administrators, right? That's still a thing. Um Make sure you fill that out. Sometimes it takes time and you're like, I'll do it later and it never gets done. No, they will send a an email or, or letter to administration thanking you for your attendance. And um, that's huge. I always put in my principal, my superintendent, and I also put in the school board president. And then when I would get back, I would try to write up a little thing of like, this is what I learned. And then I would also give that to them. Um, and so it hopefully will help you showcase why it's important that you continue to attend um, these conventions. So um, those are my tips. Obviously, the app, look at the schedule. Um, someone said, I don't know. I just don't even know where to start, where, what, to, what to attend. And I just said, for one, regional meetings, like Eric said, you have to go. Those are your people. Well, everyone there is your people. But they can answer questions and, and whatever. And you can... I don't know. It's just a smaller community of people that you can get involved with. Um, and then start to pick your schedule for the needs that you have now. And you can divide and conquer. Maybe you have a friend there that can go to one workshop and you go to another and, um, and work together. A lot of times, if you can connect with the speaker, they'll send you the items, even if you weren't able to make it to their, their presentation. Um, Eric mentioned it. We are at a record high for, um, registration for attendees, correct? Yeah. So they're yeah. opening even more workshops up for people. That's so even more people for you to connect with. So now more than ever, it's so important for you, for you to come. I mean, Vegas is cool, but really the conference is, is the coolest part. Um, so I'm last but not least before we, before we wrap up, I guess I want to know what you two are looking forward to. So Robin, I'll let you start. Okay. So, um, you know, there's so much to look forward to. You know, we talked about the sessions. We talk about the regional meetings. We 
you know, for, for Eric and I, you know, it's looking forward to that opportunity to continue our service. But what I'm looking forward to is meal experiences. Because I already know that one night of convention, you know, I am booked with an NAAE board dinner, you know, and that's getting to hang out with my board people and their spouses, you know, outside of all the decision making and planning, you know, another night of convention, I'm booked, um, I'm one of the National FFA teacher ambassadors. And so the National FFA teacher ambassadors are having a dinner, you know, and so these people that our training was virtual this year. You know, these people that I virtually trained with, wow, we get to be together in person. Um, New Jersey has a state dinner, you know, for our, our contingent that's going to be out there and our award winners. And so, you know, we'll have that opportunity to just kind of have that social time and that downtime. Um, you know, and I have either free Tuesday night, if anyone, you know, is looking for, um, <laughs> you know, some dinner company, but I know that sounds kind of silly to say, yeah, I'm looking forward to the meals, but, you know, notice that with sharing those meals, I'm looking forward to, it's about the networking. It's about the informal conversations. It's about the bonding and it's at, you know, all different levels of my involvement with the profession from my state, you know, to that FFA perspective, to the board. And, um, of course, my husband will be out here with me. And so he'll get the opportunity to, you know, get, get dragged along to meet these people that he hears me talking about all the time. Anyway. I feel like everyone knows him, but he knows no one. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Eric, what are you looking forward to? I, I tell you what, I, I think recharging the battery. This is always NAAE convention. Anybody who's never been there, this is the recharging of a, a teacher's battery. You're not there with kids, you're here with adults. You're here with your colleagues to learn. Um, the regional meetings, we've got 375 people at region one. So I'm like, holy crud, there's gonna be a lot of people. We were gonna do like a regional uh, kind of networking social, but holy buckets. But uh, just being able to, to talk to people, to interact, to get ideas, to help make, um, Montana better, make ag teachers better. And I think that's the best part about it. And that's what I'm looking forward to. And I'm kind of looking forward to the concerts because there's a bunch of concerts later in the week for that little rodeo they have, that national finals rodeo. Yeah, that small rodeo. Yeah, you just want to make sure you don't, you don't even have to go to the rodeo. Just go to like MGM or something like that. Going to see it bigger screens and have fun. Yeah. So Well... Um, I got, I think I'm most looking forward to, Brianna and I always go out early. It's our little mini vacay. So I am looking forward to just like going a, you know, a few days in advance and we get kind of the touristy stuff out of the way so we can focus when the conference, um, starts, but both of us get to help facilitate fast. And so we're so excited um, about that opportunity. Yeah, last year I did teacher turn the key and this year uh, any has shifted me to fast. We have like a hundred fast participants and I'm so excited. Um, I think because I'm, because I'm doing that, what I'm most excited for is the meeting where they have all the fast participants come to the front and you get to see all of the pre-service teachers like up at the front and they always get a standing ovation like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it because I don't know it's just a really cool way to like 
make them feel super important and that's what keeps them coming back and so i'm excited for that moment even though i know what's going to happen they're going to walk up there everyone's going to stand up it's just i don't know it's just it's breathtaking so i'm excited for that cool. but anyway so as we wrap up here if uh anyone would want to contact you prior to convention to ask you questions about convention um ask you about your running process um tips and tricks as they they prepare to to come um how can they um how can they reach out to you eric i'll let you start hey you can you can email us off both of our emails are on the NAAE website um but if you can't click in you can email me at eric.tillman at mt.gov but uh or if you want you can call me I uh, believe my information's online too. Awesome. Probably the best Robin, is to email me. Robin, what's the best way for them to reach you? Um, so the best way to reach me is probably my Gmail address since my school filter sometimes is super strong. Um, and so that is M C L E A N dot R O B I N dot C at gmail.com. If you don't put the dot C at the end, I don't know what Robin McLean gets it, but it's not me. And hey, for those of you that have listened this far, I'll even give out my cell phone number. Um, oh my goodness, here we go. 609-970-1541. Um, best thing to do is text me, but make sure you include your name because the spammers recently have absolutely loved me. Um, so I'm very hesitant to actually pick up a ringing phone, but if you, if you text, then I'll, I'll respond with a call. <laughs> My cell, if you want it, 406-799-3969. And both of them, even if you have just questions about Agon in general, FFA, um, I know they both will answer because they both have answered my texts um, and helped me with things. So reach out to them, even if it's not NAAE related. Um, I know that um, I know that they'll help. So, um, well, thank you both of you for being on our podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, it's fun. Always a pleasure. So as always, make sure you like Here by the Owl podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we also release one exclusive episode over on patreon so you can go um subscribe to hear by the owl podcast on patreon um and if you want to be a future guest on the show make sure you reach out to us we'd love to have you